we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring you guys around me like that. Let me tell you something, Heather. It's the only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I mean, I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm not going to see Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here with my co-host, Matthew. It has been a light week. We apologize, listeners. We did not catch that Sunday was July 4th, and therefore, no Married to Med, no Shaws of Sunset. I was very upset. I kind of tuned in and uh, came to nothing. There was nothing on the air. But other than that, we're feeling hunky dory. Who's hunky dory? <laughs> Is that a nickname for someone? There's no way she's never heard that before. No, I think I think at this point she's playing it up. I feel like she. I mean, it's it works, and I fucking love her for it. But I mean, give her an Emmy for the acting if it is acting, because let me tell you, Kathy Hilton. They, they're calling she's it God's Kath- gift. They're calling it Kathy Day now. It's not Beverly Hills Day. No, it's Kathy Day. It's Real Housewives of Kathy Hilton. We only had Family Karma, New York, and Beverly Hills this week. They all delivered, though. Don't you They th- did. I, they I did. was very, very happy with all three this week. And it's, it's kind of nice because we can actually start the episode with maybe some Bravo news. Which is what we're going to do. But next week, man, we've got Potomac. Well, I don't know if we'll have Potomac by the time we record next week. July 11th. That would be next Wednesday. Oh, so we might be getting it. Oh, no. Next Tuesday. No. Okay, so... Today's the 8th. Thursday the 8th. Well, y'all are listening on Friday the 9th. Oh, so it's Sunday. It's this coming Sunday. Wow. Wow. What a great thing to <sighs> realize. Well, next week we'll have Married to Medicine, Family Karma, Potomac, New York, Beverly Hills, Shaws. and Shaw's. We've got to have you play bang, for bang, next boom. week. Which is good, you know, because we're facing out of Married to Med. Finally, we'll get to part two of the reunion. But Potomac is coming at the perfect time. I'm so excited. I'm so ready for Potomac. And... Let's just start and say a little prayer, a moment of silence. Oh my God, this was when so talking sad. about Potomac, because the dear and beloved Chala has died. Didn't you think, based on I, when you sent me the Instagram post, I thought one of her children had died. Not to say that pets aren't can't be childlike in the eyes of a parent, but I thought one of her children had died tragically in a car accident. Well, I saw the photo of the bird, so I immediately <laughs> knew it was okay, a bird. Well, great. So I, I did not. I use context clues when I read, but K okay. freak accident. What does that mean? I want to know what my the mind immediately went to a wood chipper. And, I don't know and, why. Like uh, someone on the street doing tree maintenance, Potomac, you know, city services, street services doing some, you know, and the bird just flew into the wood chipper. I mean, that would you not think that's a freak accident? I would okay, call that a freak that, accident. I don't like that image. Either that or a car hit it or it ran into a household maybe, appliance. Maybe it like choked on a couple bird seats and or a dog ate it. Something like you're go so dark. I'm trying to okay, like have a kind. I'm thinking freak accident. Okay. Freak accident. The bird just falling down dead is not a freak accident. That's just the circle of life. Okay. It moves us all. I'm just saying. We get it. What are your thoughts? You've seen the Lion King. <laughs> well, I just, I, I don't want it to be so gruesome. I want it to be like, you know, maybe it ate like a big nut in its like bird seed and choked on that. Or <laughs> it got like, it got the bird flu 
Oh, and got sick. Okay. I don't want to think of violence ever. Okay. Well, freak accident. Just okay. going to say that one more time. Well, we're going to just say we'll miss T'Challa. Rest in power, T'Challa. Yes. <laughs> God bless. Hopefully she'll find another bird to potty train soon. Well, I think she's going to be a wreck for a while. The yeah. children apparently are are losing it as well. So I, I'm feeling for this whole Samuel. And you family. can't just replace one animal with a new animal. It takes some time. No, to it takes. No, absolutely. It takes time. Absolutely. Wow. Well, between that and what else we've got? Well, we've got some Erica Jane news, too, as well. So the victims now can collect money from Erica Jane, according to some findings or some legal situation. Which makes me sad because, you know, she brought it. She brought this up this week on the episode. She wrote a book. She did Chicago. She's done like, you know, like shoe and makeup and lifestyle stuff on her own. And because all of that was tied up into Tom's finances, he controlled all of her finances. She's going to lose all of that now. Yeah, I think so. But oh. also I think she'll be able to come back. from it. No, I, of course. I think that the show will take care of her. And I think that she will pull herself up by her bootstraps and fucking go for it. Cause she's a, if she's got to start dancing again. She's got to start dancing but again. I just, I feel terrible for her. I really do. I, and we'll get into it when we talk about Beverly Hills, but I just feel like the evidence is more and more piling up against Tom and I'm becoming, I, with every passing day, I am more sympathetic to my girl, Erica Jane. I know you are. Well, more Beverly Hills news that we got on watch what happens live this week. Garcelle mentioned that, a certain little woman, not little woman, grand woman <laughs> named Denise Richards would come back. Only if Lisa Rinna left. Right. Which is never going to happen. No, it's never going to happen. So, But I do just, think it's, I honestly believe it's in Denise's best interest to return. I think it would be too. Also, I love Denise Richards as... She and Kathy Hilton, how funny would that be? Oh my gosh. As cuckoo, I was going to say, as cuckoo crazy as Denise Richards is, she would fit so much better into this class that's on now than the cast that was before. I agree. Because I feel like her and Kathy would vibe. I feel like Krista would be a friend of hers. Mm -hmm. I, I agree. just feel like, I feel like Denise Richards would really find really good footing with this group. I agree. I agree. And I love her. And I just saw her on friends recently. And I was like, Oh right. my gosh. Hasn't aged a day. She looks the same. Literally. Wow. I was, I was much like Chandra. My jaw was on the floor. <laughs> and I was like, damn that hair flip. Gets me every time. <laughs> All right, let's get into the shows. I feel like that's enough Bravo news. Okay, do you want to start with Karma? Let's start with the family Karma. Okay, great. Just wanted to point out, they really do love drinking champagne all the time, every time of day. I can't do it. I feel like I'd have a headache. I Thank you. I just, I'm just surprised that that's the drink of choice, it seems. Yeah, I, tequila, give it to me breakfast morning, breakfast morning, oh. lunch and dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to say breakfast, lunch. That was too funny. Breakfast, morning, lunch, and afternoon. Breakfast, morning, lunch, afternoon, dinner, night, evening, dawn, dusk, any time of day. <laughs> oh, my God. I also love the term shit canned. They used it a couple times this episode. And I I think I'm going to, you know, instead of saying shit face, I'm going to start using the term shit canned. Okay. Teach their own. No. Also, favorite one. Of, I have a lot of favorite quotes from this week from all three shows. I'm going to start with my first one. So do I touch your grandma's feet? Oh my gosh. Well, I'm so happy that Nani really came around this episode. I know Nicholas was so nervous about seeing her once she knew that her, the, not that her, that Amrit had come out to her. Mm -hmm. So it was sweet of him to see him so nervous and yeah. Amrit being like, it's okay. It is what it is. It's only going to get better. Sh don't act any different. Still act the same. 
And Nani has honestly really come around in those short few hours, days, she whatever on it was. And yeah. really was, you know, I think at the end of the day, like what she said, she's like, as long as you're happy, I'm happy, which is all that anyone can ask for because you can't control someone else's life. You can't choose who they love. You can't choose any of that. But as no. long as you're, if you love that person truly and you're happy for them, then you'll find happiness. And as well. she was saying like, I'm God, you're God. Like we are all a piece of God. And yes. that's what really matters at the end of the day. Oh, I just, so beautiful. it was really sweet that a woman, you know, in her twilight years from a very conservative, restrictive, you know, prohibitive culture. She's really coming around quite quickly. It was really sweet. I think Nicholas is amazing. It was great to hear more about his background. Yeah. His evangelical background. And how his parents aren't as accepting. I mean, Amrit's parents are definitely on a curve, even though his father is literally amazing. Oh, incredible. But and they're really, really coming. I mean, they're making such huge strides. We exactly. keep talking, we talking about it every week. But it seems a little bit harder for Nicholas. I hope next season they come to the wedding. I mean, that's going to be the big That's thing. the big story. I line. have a feeling they'll get there. I think I think we're going to ha- see a very beautiful Bravo moment, which next week, by the way, I think we're getting the proposal and that's really exciting too. I know. We'll talk about that yacht. I don't, I, I, I don't know about a yacht proposal for myself, but... It's Florida. You have to remember they're in Florida. Yeah, I would be puking off that side of the boat. Oh, I'd me be too. Like, Give I, me one moment. I, I, yeah, I, <laughs> no, I, get, I get sick on the Catalina Express just going to Catalina Island when I go with my family. Like never been, and I probably won't because I don't do boats usually. So. Well, do that or helicopter, and I after Kobe Bryant, oh. I never ever like. I'll be taking the boat. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I'll just bring a barf bag and just. Oh, the helicopter is only ten minutes. It's a, it's a, it's amazing how quick it is. My um my sister and her husband did it once and said it was very very quick. But again, this was pre Kobe Bryant. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna take a boat if I need to. Yeah. Uh, aren't you shocked that Brian is so good at ice skating? Because I was. Okay, Brian is good at ice skating. He's a regular Michelle Kwan. I. He was doing this, the sidewinder. He was doing a couple <laughs> turns. He was teaching Mons how to do it. I I love him and Monica. They're so cute. They're I lo- so cute. <laughs> I was also dying that he had planned a double date, but then Rishi couldn't make it. <laughs> yeah. So Monica, it was double Monica plus Brian plus Vishal. Yeah, Vishal. That was really sweet of Vishal to, to show up. Yeah, I mean, he had nothing better to do because Richa's in Memphis. Okay, I don't know how this relationship is going to work with them being in memphis and miami those two places aren't very close to each other no and it's weird you know risha like wants him to step up and show initiative and get established and it sounds like he's starting to take those steps but for him to get established he has to do it where he is which is not in memphis so it's gonna be it's weird. tricky for sure i i'm interested to see how that plays out and what Maybe they're gonna if she do just sees him doing it she'll, she'll feel confident and comfortable maybe she'll be willing to come to where he is but he's also looking to be a broker for real estate in memphis as well like he's With looking his mom. into it yeah well if he gets his brokerage license then he and he takes the tests pass the test in florida and then pass the test in tennessee he'll be able to do it anywhere and honestly i think he's more movable than her it sounds like she might be in like finance or something yeah, like that i agree and really can't change her place of business mm-hmm yeah. Because that's a little bit trickier. I mean, I think she's in finance, I feel like. I think so, too. Or, a or, or they're in the same business. Like they're, Or I also thought maybe she was in IT. Because I know a few of them are in IT, Brian being one of them. Well, not anymore, but we'll get to that. Oh, well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the Friendsgiving was so great. I thought Bali did such a great job. Uh, I also thought Anisha bringing out the Ganesh 
the little, you know, yeah. tokens of like friendship and love and luck and whatever. Like that was really sweet. I think Ganesha's the, ele- Ganesha's the elephant. Oh, oh, is that what it is? Yes. Okay. Well, I'm just so glad that she did that. I think she needed to do that to really just set the site clean with everyone. It was a cute little moment. Too. I also think she needs some support. She's about to embark on like this love and pregnancy journey in the next few years. And I think I she, d- I don't think she wants really to d- be in a relationship with anyone. I have no. to be honest. I think she's kind of just doing her own thing. I think she wants to date. And I think that she's, I think she's perfectly happy having a baby just on her own, which yeah. I think would be great. Uh, yeah. I don't think she's, I don't think she's as the checked guy, in. Um, this episode next week though is a fucking stud. Oh yeah. He's cute, but he's he also, so handsome, but it doesn't look like he's got too much going on, but she also is not giving him. Oh, too you mean much. like in the brain? Yeah. In the noggin? He I might also just be thrown by how crazy she is. He seemed a little bit like, wait, as who is beautiful this girl? as people are, I can't, if they, if they can't tete-a-tete with me, I'm just like, adios, bitch. Oh yeah. No, I, I agree. I totally agree. I also want to throw back to Brian for a second. His rom-com lines, how he watches rom-coms oh and uses God. them on Monica. Love that. Love it. I love the two of them together. I love their lunch at the end of the episode. Yes. I like that they're finally starting to flesh out the nitty gritty details. He's not as ready as she is. She seems ready to get it all done and just kind of, you're the one, let's get this done. And I see there, I see both sides of it. You know, Brian is only 29. They've only been dating for six months. And he wants to be more established in his career and wants to... I understand his insecurity about being financially secure and feeling like he can, you know, quote unquote, run with the big dogs because he feels this insecurity about not being a medical professional. And that's yeah. Bit. And Monica, though, it's pretty clear that, like, as long as you love what you do and you do it well, like, that's all I care about. But And she seems really invested in him. And I think that meeting the parents is a perfectly reasonable step but to I, make. I think he's nervous about meeting the parents because of the financial compatibility conversation that they kept bringing up. Cause it seems like that is a big source of conversation and a big reason for relationships, either working or not working in this community. Oh, absolutely. Whereas you're not financially compatible. Why is one taking care of the other? Totally. And if it's the woman taking care of the man, I think that there's is, a stigma, uh, there's a stigma to it. And uh-huh. I think that's what he's worried about where well, he doesn't want to be Mr. All, Mom. I mean, at the very end of the episode Brian revealed that he got laid off from his job because of the pandemic and hasn't told anyone and that really made everything make so much more sense that stressed me the hell out because I was like his parents don't know his friends don't know but no wonder he's such a nervous wreck because it's so clear that he loves Monica and thinks she's wonderful but I was really surprised and uh, unsure as to why he was being so hesitant. And this is why. That makes sense. It's yeah. making it's making a sense. Though. Wow, wow, wow. But Family Karma really doing it for me every week. I'm really enjoying it's the show. A, it is a fantastic show. If y'all franchise. are watching it, we rant and rave about this show. So y'all better just turn in and tune in oh, and turn it on. If you're not watching this, you're missing out. You it's probably one are. of the best shows on Bravo. Oh, I, I absolutely agree. You let Mexican dynasties die. <laughs> yeah. So so bring family karma to the forefront. I agree. Mexican dynasties was a wild show. <laughs> Speaking of wild. See look, see the transition I tried to do? You're um, a new transition? transition? Where it's like not, it's just the broadest thing that you could pull from the hat. Exactly. Want to talk about Roni? <laughs> <laughs> You bet your witch I wanna. Oh God, I hate you. No shit in Salem. No shit in this room, but also no shit in Salem. How about that? I have to say, y'all, when we first found out they were going to Salem, Matthew asked me, Salem Morgan? It's <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Did I really? Yes, you did. 
No, I did not. Did I? Yes, you did. You were like, Salem, Oregon or Salem, Massachusetts? And I was like, with the witches. Well, okay. Well, at least I said this one or this one. Yeah. There are two Salems. I know. But I just think it's funny that you thought it was Oregon. Like they were going to haul their ass to the Pacific Northwest. Well, they've done weirder things. Okay. I I do not. I do not see Sonia Ramona being like, let's go to Oregon. Well, they went to Montana. Did they not? Remember? Yes. Heather took them to Montana, right? I think so. A couple of seasons ago with Kristen. Takeman. Yeah. 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 Okay. See, they've been to weirder places. Okay. I'll give that to you. So I'm sorry. Let's just start with Sonia with the matchmaker ordering coffee and little neck clams. You're going to have diarrhea sister. That was disgusting. But let me, let me throw something at your face really quick. That's going to make your jaw drop. Oh no. Y'all might've seen Devin before. Devin was on real world and was on the challenge. Really? Yes. She, first of all, gorgeous, gorgeous. I remember her from challenge free agents Cause I was watching with my roommate Kelsey and she was like, Oh my God, that's Devin, Devin from the challenge. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I recognized her. And I was trying to figure out where from that's wild. We love the patty erasure. I say that every time <laughs> I, t- I was on a team. I was on a matchmaking team helping find people. Yeah. We actually, I was remembering when they were at the Huntley hotel last week for Beverly Hills, we actually did a real matchmaker situation where we had an actual client uh-huh. come in mm-hmm. and we had all like 10 or 12 girls come and like meet this guy. And like, they had like a little mixer at the Huntley hotel, mm-hmm. literally right where the ladies of Beverly Hills had it. Oh, cool. But it, it was interesting. Cause the guy looked like grew from the, like the minions and despicable me like in real oh, life. Yeah. I've, I've only seen the first one, but so. you know, grew is it the main guy, the main big Steve one. Carell. Yeah. Okay. Girls were coming up to me like, "Can I leave? <laughs> Do I have to stay oh, no. the whole time?" It was kind of sad, and he had no personality. But so. I'm excited for Sonia. I think that this was a good move for her. I think Ebony w- is such a great partner in crime. Yeah, are they Ebonia or Sebony? I think Sebony's prettier. Ebonia, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Sebony <laughs> by Calvin Klein. They're a great you know? new duo. I have to say though, <laughs> when she's like, "What are you into?" I'm yeah. into philanthropy. Well, who do you help? (laughs) The homeless, the animals, the LGBTs, you know, the the vulnerables. vulnerables. (laughs) (laughs) We're vulnerable. Oh, my God. And artists. Artists are vulnerable. Artists. Yeah, the vulnerables. Literally, she named all these things that I, that you and I are. And I was like, oh, great. What? uh, Well, you're homeless. (laughs) You're a minority. You're gay. And you're an artist. I'm also a dog. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Well, I I was dying. I really hope they find someone for her. It looks like they have someone. Speaking of dating, just to jump off this really quick, all these bitches want to have sex with a ghost because Luann was staging rooms. She's like, maybe I'll get lucky tonight. And then at the beginning, Leo was talking about going to Salem and she was like, it's very haunted. She's like, maybe I'll have sex with a ghost. I saw it in a movie once. And I was like, bitch, scary movie too. Are you Tori Spelling? You have, well, okay. But think about it. These are all single women who have been locked at home for a year, hard up. So I think they're all like, if a ghost wants to like, you know, do a little tango. Like- but did you see scary movie too? Tori Spelling was like up on the wall. That ghost was scared of her. I'm picturing like Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore and ghosts. You okay, know, so I've never seen ghosts. I've only seen scary movie too. So that's the only oh ghost sex God. I know. Okay, we have to start highbrow, lowbrow. We really do. Because like that would be a great episode. I've, I've never seen ghost. It's I feel so like you play me some music from Whoopi the Goldberg musical. Won her Oscar. Is there a musical about it? Yes. I feel like you played me some songs from it. Which under some different direction would have been really fantastic. There were a lot of great 
there are a lot of great moments in Ghost the Musical. Okay. Casey Levy, if you're listening, I all love I you. know, all I know about Ghost is you in danger, girl. Yes, <laughs> the famous line, exactly. But I'm the me really wanting to go to the Hawthorne Hotel. I thought it looks so cool. The when they had the rose quartz out and they were like, "Do we eat it?" I thought it was rose quartz rock candy. And the guy's like, "No, no, honey, you just hold it. It's it's for good well, energy. they all need it because they they're looking for love. Every single one of them. But no, I thought it was very cool. I love a haunted hotel. I loved everyone's faces during the goddess blessing. Everyone was just wide eyed, like, "What the <laughs> fuck?" June, the catering manager slash witch, <laughs> doing the blessing. Also, put a pin in this real quick. What is with these face masks? They wore them on family, family Karma too. That just like kind of hug their cheekbones and their nose, but they don't cover their eyes. They're they're like these weird. The face masks, uh, the face shields, I guess, are just funky. The well, ones that Bravo got are very. They're just, like they're, face masks. They're weird looking, just for the lower half that are see through. Yeah, but no eye protection, because I was always told that like if you, getting it through the eyes is like the most vulnerable spot. Well, if you can't breathe out, I guess yes, I, I suppose because masks are to keep you from getting someone else sick, so that makes sense. Yeah, I I mean whatever. I mean it's they just I saw three different types of face shields this week, and I was just like, wow, okay, Bravo's you yeah. know testing some product, including the interesting one on. Hi, my name is Claire Tallulah. I'm the manager of the Hawthorne Hotel. Nineteen people have been killed here. <laughs> Here in the hotel? No, in Salem. <laughs> yeah, it's like, wait, 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 wait. You must she be was clear wild. with that. The rooms looked great, though. I loved their individual altars that they all got. I thought that was such a cool situation. I was afraid that the smoke alarm was going to go off when Lou was burning her sage. Well, I don't think place like that. I mean, they probably have smoke alarms. They, you, yes, they have to. It's fire code. Okay, well, the son of a firefighter should know that. Yeah, I'm like, well, who are you? Your father would be so upset. I love when they showed up to the tattoo parlor and the for this creepy fortune teller man was handing out fortunes. And the one's like, wow, you've got some big hands. <laughs> I love Sonia being like, who are you two? What are you supposed to be doing? And they're like, well, we were actually trying to scare you. She's like, I'm not scared. I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'm Ryan and Matthew, the semi spooky twins. She's like, they're Jesus. not scary. They're just cute. I, I mean, love Sonia. the episode was so great. The end, of course, was the best part. All of the women coming together and getting into a fight immediately. Sonia, I do agree with Luann a little bit that Sonia didn't have to jump right into that right away just as I sat down. But I understood what Sonia was saying is that Sonia is just trying to make it clear that Ebony was coming out of the gate at the beginning of their friendship courtship, just being very clear about who she is and what she's about and what her life's mission is. And when you really get to know her there, then the fun can begin. And I was... Pleasantly surprised that Lou, although defensive for sure, was more malleable and was understanding where everything was coming from. But Ramona, just when I think she can't get any worse, she's just a fucking nightmare. Oh, Ramona was so bad this week. And honestly, part of me thinks like this is I think Sonia Morgan is a mastermind. And I feel like this is the takedown of Ramona and Luann. And she's trying to cement herself as the only OG left. I feel like she's trying to get Lou and Ramona out. Hey, it's working because she's really throwing these ladies under the bus and doing it in the best way. Because I think Sonya is a hundred percent true in what she's saying and the way she acts and the way she kind of connects with Ebony. And she's really showing the true colors of both Ramona who looked terrible, but also the man who did not look great as well this week. I liked what Ebony said when she said that if you're not, 
anti-racist you're racist so she's trying to get women you're complicit and and that's and that's just you know it needs to be addressed one of the first things i ever learned so i used to do this program in high school it was taught to all the freshmen at my private school and it's called it was called the score student coalition on respectful education where you do a a year-long process where you learn about racism stereotypes discrimination and it's to build a better community and a better understanding of diversity on campus it was brilliant it was a great program but one of the first things they teach you is the moving walkways you know i have the moving walkways at airports to help you get to your place a little bit faster yeah so if you are against racism and you're working against it you're walking the opposite way that the moving walkway is going if you are racist you're walking on the moving walkway to the way that it's moving And if you're just standing there being complicit, you're still moving toward the racism. So you have to actively be working against it to be anti-racist and to be, you know, non-complicit in these situations, which is what Ebony was trying to say. It's like, I understand this isn't you, but by you kind of jumping the wagon and kind of just sitting there quiet and silent, you're still actively helping even right. though you aren't and i'm glad that leah pointed out it's like racist. y'all have not had to deal with this in the 13 years you guys have been friends slash been on the show you've not had to talk about stuff like this you've been able to live in your own bubbles and god forbid you sit there for a couple minutes and be uncomfortable and i also appreciated brashan trying to bridge the gap being like ebony i yes i understand what the women are saying that your delivery may be a little harsh for them but the thing is guys like she has She's right. She's right. And even though her delivery may be a little harsh, like you, you need to just be able to listen. And Luann really came around again for Luann, but mm-hmm. Ramona just walking away and coming back and doing her, what would Leah call oh, her, wanna... her, 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 uh, her like uh, white, white woman, white dance. woman dance. It's just, you know, and you know, I know that we've been talking about this a lot on the pod because that's what they're talking about on the show. But I think everyone just if, if it really makes you angry, makes you mad and makes you uncomfortable that this stuff's being talked about and that, a, and that a woman like Ebony is like bringing it up. Just take a second and just look inward. Yeah. Because well, I think it's OK if it makes you uncomfortable. It's OK if it's but like Sonia said, we have to sit in that uncomfortability. Yeah, we have to sit in it. And I just want to say Leah posted a photo and posted this caption saying, P.S. I see all of you Bravo fan accounts that were bashing Bravo for not having a diverse NYC cast. But now I'm mad that race is being discussed. Hard conversations are being had and none of us are doing it perfectly. That includes all of us, but we are doing it. Again, we've so, never, ever had to talk about stuff like that. Like in Dallas with Tiffany Moon, in Beverly Hills with Crystal, and now with Ebony in New York. Like there are conversations that have never come up in these in this group of women. These, yeah. um, these very, very uh, privileged, advantaged women. And so God forbid if one season... We crack the egg and, and get a little bit deeper. Yeah. Like what's the big fucking deal? We all need to take a step back. Yeah. But Ramona is really kind of digging her own grave. And again, I appreciate Luann, you know, coming around. She was definitely defensive, but she like, was, she's trying, you can tell she's sorting it out for herself. I'm glad that Leah to help Ebony out was like, can you just clarify what you mean by white supremacy that you're yes. not talking about, yes. you know, clan hoods and, you know, Jim Crow South. Like, and Ebony even said, like, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the concept, you know, complicit, you know, all this stuff. And Sonia was being great. I thought Brashawn really held her own was being great. Ramona, if you don't, I'm a daughter of an immigrant. I want your life. I want your life. I, I want you. You have Versace. You have like, it's like, yeah, Jesus it's like Christ, Ramona, you're, you're not getting it. The mark, you're not getting sweetheart. it. You're not getting it. Well, 
that's that on that fabulous episode i can't wait for next week (laughs) i mean it's to be continued because there's so much to continue with this conversation yeah buckle up buckle up bitches (laughs) put on your leather pants your ugly leather pants let's go we're gonna move to beth hills Beverly Hills. Yes. Um, That's where I want to be. Well, Beverly, Erica. Beverly. Oh, I was, I was going to try to just glaze over what okay, you were doing. Well, I was really enjoying my Weezer moment. So. Yeah, I was not. Okay. So, guess you're not a Weezer fan. <laughs> Island in the Sun. No, it's I'm fine. Not a, I'm just not an Eddie Estrada fan. <laughs> sorry. Can't even get that out without losing it. You're such a fan. Oh, you know. You want an autograph? You want a picture? Will last longer. Oh my god, get out of here, Drew Sedora, with your <laughs> autographed headshots. Fuck you. But anyway, Erica Jane, not the best at tennis, but we love her for trying, and we love Kathy's home for definitely Whoa, trying. Oh, what the? F- that's a beautiful. I mean, not not that I expected anything else, but wow. I love Kathy. Coming out in her pajamas at 10.45, being like, I just woke up 15 minutes ago. I love that they <laughs> clocked it, too. They were like, 10.50 a.m. She got up at 10 o'clock, everyone. Just be aware. I wish I had Kathy's life. I truly do. Because she's just like, oh, you're at my house already. Come on. I mean, I've I've definitely had moments where I've woken up and you're at my door. And I'm like, okay, well, come on in. Well, hey, we agree on a fucking time. I'm going to show up on time. I'm, then, I'm nothing if not punctual. And then I'm shocked when you're here on time. I'm like, oh, well, I'm not even ready. <laughs> it's like, well, then don't pick the time next time. All right. All right. right we're not starting. I love this group, though. Crystal and Erica and Kathy. I thought it was great. I did clock when Erica made that comment that she's never been in charge of her own finances. Again, ding, ding, ding. I just feel like the evidence is piling up against Tom and I'm I, I grow more sympathetic uh. day to day. A lot of me's kind of I'm gonna wait for the legal stuff to come out because yeah, I, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna I support. I'm I'm willing to be wrong. I'm willing to fall on my sword eventually if I need to. No, and I it's not that I don't love Erica Girardi Jane and her character and who she is on the show, but at the same time the victims are victims of a terrible thing. And if she's complicit in any way she needs to be held accountable. No, absolutely. I'm not saying I just at the moment believe that she wasn't complicit. Okay. But again, I'm willing to concede that if eventually we find out that she was. Yeah, I, I'm same. And I totally agree that like like we talked about earlier, I agree that although it's unfortunate that Erica's losing the money that she made from her own, you know, adventures and business, you know, pursuits the money belongs to other people because the money didn't start out being hers. It started out being Tom's. That is true. You know, so we'll, so. we'll see what happens. Maybe Kathy can pull a lawyer from her Mary Poppins bag and they'll be able to help oh her out. Oh my God. How crazy was that? Pain samples. No. Also it's all feet stuff. She's like, I got socks. I got an extra pair of shoes. I got flip flops for pedicures. I'm like, okay, so are you just obsessed with your feet? Or did she just come from a mani pedi? Yeah, or she, did she get them all the time? She was just trying to think of things she had. She's like, I got socks. I got an extra pair of shoes. I got a sweatshirt. I, I feel like I need a bag just to have everything there. I'd bring pain samples. I'd bring, you know, a I face have always mist. wanted a man clutch like a, I, uh, you know, a, um, a much would not carry anything except for like maybe my phone and my wallet and my keys. That's all I need. Yeah. But if I lose that, then I lose everything. I like having things in different pockets. Cause if I take one thing out, I only lose one thing. Yeah. But you don't even have a fucking wallet. You have, you, I do now. Okay. But you were for a year, like for, I don't know how long since I knew you. you yeah. Since you've, uh, we've been friends, you've been holding your, a single credit card <laughs> and a, your driver's license, just willy nilly, just free balling it in your shorts. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? You know, I, 
I take the one key I need for the house. That you're a serial take, killer. This is fucking. <laughs> I take my credit card that I need, and I take my ID, and I just throw them in my pocket. Got my phone in the yeah, other one. I'm good to go. And maybe a chapstick if I need it. You're suicidal, unwell. I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> no, I I just I guess I'm unwell. The Dolce so, and Gabbana Queen book I thought was fucking dumb. Yeah, I, what a dumb gift. Again, it's if it, maybe if someone else had given it to her, I would like it, but it was sudden. And so. was Lisa being a little bit over the top? But they're like, oh, this is fabulous. Oh, this is fabulous. Oh my goodness, this is gorgeous. Milking it, like relax. Like we get it. You're we trying to be. It. A You're trying to make. Then. Yes, we get it. You're trying to be nice because Erica's living in a smaller house, but like, relax. Wait, wait, wait. By the way, Kyle hasn't been able to get a hold of Kim. And Kathy said it was because Kim changed her number, which is so shady. But did you hear the news now that's come out that Kim has over, I think, 90,000 in unpaid taxes and is now living in a rented apartment? Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. Oh, I feel like things are not good with her. Things are never good with her. I'm really hoping that they can help get her on track. I mean, 90000 I feel like that's a drop in the bucket for both of them. Like, get her out oh, of the absolutely. money. Oh, absolutely. Get her out of the money situation. Bring her into one of your homes and take care of her. Yeah, I, I agree. And get her on next season of Beverly Hills. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know. I feel really bad for Kim. I also feel bad for Kyle more so than Kathy. I don't think Kathy's dealt with it as much as Kyle has. But I think Kyle's been doing this their whole lives, bailing Kim out. Yeah. So I understand if Kyle is is feeling a certain type of way. I feel bad that the cows were trying to get a hold of her and can't because she doesn't even know that her phone number had changed. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's a tricky situation, but they'll figure it out like sisters always do. Beverly Bridal? How do we feel about I mean that picture that I have to say I've seen the collection because I saw on Instagram a while back what it looks like. It's not bad. That one picture looked great. I Dorit I, did a very good job. Oh, great. That's wonderful. So, and I know that they do like a showing of all the, I think she does like a party to show all the dresses later in the season. So I'm sure we'll get a look, but Dorit models all of them. She looks I mean, great. She's gorgeous. I think Dorit's just I, stunning. I think it's the next best step for her. I'm happy she's kind of finally her footing. I mean, Beverly Beach wasn't a fan just because the men's stuff were like, long trousers past my and knees. that window display that she like changed two things in and said, Oh, it's at Kitson, now. which yeah. I didn't even know it was still around. I used to shop at Kitson when I was like, what? 18. I know the women thought it was great because they shopped there when they were children. I mean, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Let's just be real. I thought that the food at Ugh. Harry and Lisa's was beautiful. We phenomenal. Lo- we love Harry Hamlin. We love Harry, the homemaker Hamlin. He really is the perfect husband. He is a Scorpio. You know that. And Lisa is a Cancer and they're a perfect duo. So I hope Water to one day. sticking together. I hope one day to be a Harry Hamlin to a Lisa Renna. Because I feel like that's who I am. I mean, yes. I could I, strangle Kyle, though, for being like, well, I got pregnant at uh, 19. So uh, look out. Okay. He was he so was like, no, he, was like, he was like, no, 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 no. I mean, the way, I mean, with Scott Disick's track record, I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, well, he didn't do anything with Sophia, but like, who knows what's going to happen with Amelia? That's, well, we'll stay tuned, y'all. We'll keep you posted. But I also thought it was really interesting where Harry was like, well, I dated Ursula and I was 19 years younger. But 14. he was also, oh, sorry, 14 years younger. But he, no, he was 19 years younger. No, 14. He was 14? Because I thought he was 29 and she was 44. Yeah. So plus 10 is 39 plus 
Five, oh, so 15. 15. Okay. Yeah. Well, he said 14. So I w- I'm wrong. Yes, you are. <laughs> I was like, 19 years. Of, you know math and me are not friends. No. That's why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, he was he was older. I don't think I could ever date no, someone. he was younger. Uh, sorry. She was older. No, but he was older than Amelia was. Oh, yes. Yes. But being 29 and 44 is different than being 19 and but 37. still, I'm... 28 i'm almost 29 i don't think i could date someone that's more than 10 years older than i am well love is love you'll you'll see my sister <laughs> is married to someone i believe 16 17 years older than her and then my other sister is married to someone 10 years older than her so I'm, i feel like i'm used to this i feel like 10's my limit yeah i mean i would say not knowing anything like not being a, you know 10 10 above five below is sort of where i'm at five below oh no i don't do younger Okay, you say that now, but you don't know that. Judging me, holier I, than thou, you fucking I'm not asshole. judging. I'm not judging anyone. I'm just saying. Okay. If you call me <laughs> at any point and say you met someone and they're younger than you, I'm going to clock this. You've all heard it, y'all. Y'all heard it, heard it here first. It's not going to happen. Okay. I'm just saying. Hi, Thomasina. Thomasina <laughs> didn't bring a gift. I mean, and that, whose fault is that? No one's but yours, Sutton. Well, she was so, I mean, she was so worked up at the dinner. Maybe she didn't catch it. But at the same time, she had plenty of time to talk with everyone else. Right. And well, actually, before we get into this, I want also want to say, I thought it was so sweet that they did the Garcelle birthday cake and birthday gift. I also loved Kathy's quote. Uh, I did not know that she liked riding horseback. Oh, that was really, really funny. But anyway. Harry, be careful what you wish for. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> God, he's just the best. I love one, him. One liners, one like zingers, left and right. But if, I wish they had the they had the Lisa Rinna and Harry Hamlin show still because they had one. They yes, had a reality show. They did. I want that back. If Lisa ever leaves, get just give us Harry she's and never Lisa. Gonna leave. I think she's got a great contract with them. I think she's there to stay. But let's get to the nitty gritty of it. Here's the thing: Sutton was fine. I think she got a little like ticked off when Kathy called her Thomasina, which I thought was fucking hysterical. But Sutton was fine until everyone busted out a gift and they did it in groups. Like Dorit and I believe, I, I think Dorit and Rinna did one and Erica and someone did one. And then you got the, the Hilton sisters, Richard sisters, whatever, and Crystal doing one. Mm-hmm. That's when it turned and Sutton got upset yes. that she was left out of the gift giving, you know, situation. situation. Well, I agree because I think Sutton prides herself on being a good host and a good guest. And that's kind of her thing. And so when she wasn't included, I know, I think she just have a, has a problem with not being included. The text messages, the jokes, yeah, the, the presents, the gifts, like anything that she's like out of the group for, she becomes really insecure and can't deal with it. And it throws her to another level. Yeah. And I think she's taking it out on crystal. I agree because here's the deal is like, Y'all don't have to agree on what happened in, uh, you know, like Tahoe anymore. No. The last guy, last time y'all talked, Crystal said, I'm standing by what I said. Let's agree to disagree. We'll just be cordial. It's good. Like y'all, and everyone was chill. It's been clear from the beginning. Yes. You guys are not going to be close friends and that's okay. Yes. The reason why you're bringing it up now is because you want sympathy and you want your girlfriends to come to your side. But I love that Kyle was like, you're being a little irrational. And then Garcelle even was like, what does Crystal need to say for you to let this go? Well, Garcelle could be like, it's done. It's done. It's done. We finished this because Crystal hasn't brought it up since that dinner. 
And it's it's Sutton who's still in her own mind. I think Sutton is so worried about the, her image and the way she's looking, not only to these women, but also to the viewers of the show. Uh, agreed. And I feel like she's like, I need to be redeemed. I need you. And don't, I can't redeem myself. You're the only one who could redeem me. Yes. I, yeah, I, I pray to Jesus every day. You think he'd throw me a bone. Like, girl, calm Eventually, down. Eventually, I think, I think Crystal, I predict at the reunion, Crystal will apologize for two things. She'll say... I'm sorry that I talked to the other women about it. I shouldn't have talked about it with the other women at all, especially since I'm new to the group and I'm new to these women. Bad idea. And even though I felt like it was a violation, look it up in the dictionary, if it made you feel better that I said huge invasion of privacy, then there we go. Fine. A a, a complete disregard and destruction of my boundaries, fine. Well, on Instagram- But like, give me a break. On Instagram, Crystal also said she was very nervous filming the first part of the season. Which is normal. Which is so normal. You're brand new to the group, even though she's fitting in perfectly. You're brand new. I feel like she's still trying to figure out her fitting with these women, and she's like, I'm not going to do anything that goes against my values and who I am on the show. Not saying that she's like- gonna like do anything that's gonna go against who she is later in the show but I feel like she's gonna become more comfortable but I feel like she's like no I'm not gonna let anything stand in my way which I I love about it yeah it's it's so who she is and it's so sticking to her own you know self-worth and self-understanding and she's not letting the show and the producers and everything kind of come against her and I think maybe that's why she was so nervous but she's like maybe the show's trying to make me look a certain way and they're trying to make me right. do something so I mean, I'm gonna stand it in was my own so ground. funny I, I loved when Sutton's freaking the fuck out and storming out and saying which else of what your ugly, your ugly leather pants just Crystal just laughing I mean because the pants weren't ugly no she, she looks phenomenal amazing. but also Crystal just like no, like I imagine being her like can't can't helping but laugh this woman in a big ass tiger fucking dress is losing her mind like and it's been going on and on for weeks now since like Tahoe. If I were Crystal, I would smile a little bit too. Well, all we can do is smile. I mean, so I'm interested to see to be continued. Yeah, I'm I to love see it. What happens? It looks like I mean, I'm really enjoying New York, Beverly Hills, Family Karma. I'm really enjoying Bravo right now. I feel like they're really all stepping it up. We had a long yeah. quarantine. And well, yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. We're getting out of quarantine in all of these shows. Like, these shows really aren't in quarantine. Well, except for Beverly Hills. But they... And we're going to... And New York. And, oh, and New York, I guess. Yeah. But they, I guess... They were shot... I feel like the other franchises were guinea pigs. And they... like. I feel like Bravo figured it out by the time they started shooting. I feel like that's why Beverly they Hills maybe New York. waited to film New York and Beverly yeah. Hills. Because they're like, we'll, we'll and, test it out. And COVID won't be leaving Beverly Hills because we know that... I think both Dory and Kyle get COVID. Oh, do they? I forgot. Yeah. Remember they had to shut down production <gasps> twice. Oh, yeah. And we get, we get that on camera. Well, next week, I think news hits the fan about Tom and the legal stuff. Yeah. Because Erica looks like a fucking mess. Oh, my goodness. I'm... Again, either she's a phenomenal actress, which is also... That's very possible. Give or the it's all, and you know, above board for, for Erica. Ah! Well, I can't wait to see it. I am, I'm here for it all. Me too. But I think we might have mentioned it all. Yes. I didn't cough. I'm feeling so much better today. I mean, I did cough because you made me choke on my water. But I, I feel much better than I did last week. I thought that was, you know, a well, plus. I'm hope I'm hoping a week after your sickness that yes, you're the better. Yes, the gay head cold is gone. Oh, you were just calling it a head cold. I kept calling it the gay cold. And but you then, didn't believe. Well, because 
now you believe. Yeah, now I believe. Because I've talked to some friends, both gay and straight, who just were out for Pride and for Fourth of July, who just got a little head cold. Not the Delta variant, but well, you know. Guess who came out unscathed? Okay, the, now the God's going to smite you down okay, with well, something. Okay, well, no, knock on wood. Don't say that. Well, then don't be cocky. Okay. Bitch. <laughs> right. <laughs> So anyway, y'all, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to podcasts, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. Y'all, please rate and review us. It We will rise the Bravo charts if you do so. And we've got some exciting stuff coming down the pike. We've got some good ideas coming. The fall is looking very promising. Fall is looking very promising. We might have some exciting news for y'all soon. Yes, I'm very excited. <laughs> I I can only tease so much. Yeah, we can only tease. I can only so tease so much about things that are going on. Yeah. But yeah, big changes might be happening around here. Very, very excited about it. <laughs> well, I don't know what else to say because I usually end it. So adios, y'all. Adios. Bye. Bye.